2: Welcome to How Goods Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all.
1: I'm Carney. I'm Not Tom. And I'm Dusha. And today we are joined by Not Tom. A better Tom, in fact. A Tom who isn't a Tom at all. A man who actually stands for something. Friend of the show, Dowie James. Hey, friends. So good to have someone that barracks for Geelong and isn't a fuckhead in today's today's episode. It's a pleasure to be back. He's left us high and dry again, Dusha. (laughs) He's... I went away for six weeks, but at least I was consistent in the fact that I was like, I'm leaving this date and I'm back this date. Tom's like, yep, I'll do it. Gone. Vanished.
2: You know you what's know, funny? Geelong don't have a plan B. and
1: <laughs> Neither do we. <laughs> Tom's in the air, we're like, we you're in trouble. But no, we're not. Because we've got Dowie here, who, as I said before, probably pretty much just a Tom, but better. Yeah. Everything good about Tom, better. Well, the thing I like about you, Dowie, is you're for Geelong, but you're realistic.
0: Yeah, no, I like to think that um, I got, I'm i grounded in, in my <laughs> expectations of the team.
1: Although, um, has I'm not sure if Sean told you this outside of the show, but did you hear the most fucked thing that Tom said recently about Geelong?
0: No. Uh, no. <laughs> oh.
1: This uh, blew my mind. Yeah.
0: Okay, what is this?
1: So, fuck. So Tom said that he would be happier if Cockatoo... It was Cockatoo, wasn't it? Yep. Cockatoo played a full season than if Geelong won a premiership. What? Can is... you believe that? Why? I don't... Well, his...
0: well, I guess he's not here to ask.
1: No, well, he. we asked him. We were like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And he was like, I'm just being realistic. We're like, no, but that's that's not a realistic statement. You're not like... I think that Cockatoo's got a better chance of playing a full season than we do of winning the flag. He was like, I'd prefer it.
0: Yeah, like it's, a, it's an enjoyment level thing. It's not an expectation whatsoever.
1: <laughs> I'm My fucking God. disgusted. Yeah. That's like... It's the worst thing he's ever said. And he said a lot of bad he things. He said some dumb shit. Fuck. The amount of editing I have to do on that boy. <laughs> For every dumb thing Tom has said that has been kept in the episode, know that there is a hundred times worse that I've cut. <laughs> All right, and as uh, we get closer to the AFL season, we're actually starting to get some AFL news, which is very exciting for both fans of AFL, fans of the show, and for us, because it gives us things to talk about again. Um, So we actually had an update on a story that we didn't really touch on that much when it happened because it is very sad, and also the details are real hazy. Uh, So basically, for anyone who isn't aware, the North Melbourne player, Magic Door, was found in... Like, he's alive. I worded that like he's not. Uh, But basically, witnesses... uh, reported that he had fallen from a bridge into a river and broken his pelvis. And when the news originally broke, it wasn't made clear if he like if it was an accident or if he jumped. Um, and that was before Christmas. We've got an update on that now. Um, Magic door has spoken publicly for the first time. Uh, I actually, for once, support AFL media because no one is going hard on how it happened. Everyone's just like, I'm glad he's okay. Mm-hmm. Which is a nice change because it's not like... Speculations are still showing that he maybe it was a jump or maybe it was just irresponsible. Blah 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 blah. But they're just like, there was a bit of that on the day. Yeah, wait, because everyone was rushing to break it first. But I
2: do think AFL media never really went down that path. They always sort of held it back. You've got people like Tom Brown who were sniffing and sniffing and sniffing. Yeah, that. but yeah,
1: Tom Brown being a piece of shit. Mm. Can't imagine that it. doesn't seem on brand for him at all. <laughs> oh um. wait. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Magic Dog pretty much came out today and said he's feeling a lot better. He hopes to. Put on the North Melbourne jumper again this year, and he feels like he's been given a second chance at life. So that's great news. It's um, awesome, yeah. That yeah, such a bad thing happened, and now yeah, he's a bit better. So- it's
0: like bittersweet, tragic, and like it's a terrible sort of event. To yeah, have happened. Um, it's a fantastic, and it sort of shows how progressive. It's sort of- <laughs> I hate using the word progressive with AFL. But I was gonna say how progressive like is the industry's becoming in terms of like like you said, like no one's going fact hunting, no one's like yeah. knocking on his door every day and trying to find out the thing. But there is like anytime you look at an article like that, there is discussions about like, hey, if you need help or if you should need to talk about something, hit up this lifeline. Get yep. beyond blue. Like it's good that they can sort of introduce that topic of conversation without like I feel like if something like this happened, like 15 years ago (coughs) there'd be a sketch about it on the footy show like that week or something yeah even five or ten minutes yeah uh, five or ten years yeah (laughs) Yeah, although Sam Newman has its way five or ten minutes yeah so I think that's interesting but I mean I said about AFL being progressive I just find it interesting that they take leaps and bounds in this and when it was the um talk about marriage equality and things like that they were all on brand and we still can't get a full women's season yeah yeah it's (laughs) It's
2: the, there's just the inconsistencies are fucking ridiculous. Yes, but I
1: yeah I hope it all works out well with Magic because I fucking love watching him play. Oh, he's yeah. tremendous. And he was so good last year. His matchup on Alire Lear is one of the oh. best get like best aspects of the entire season last year. They That's were one both of the highlights. F- yeah, like so fucking good to watch.
2: Yeah, and after the season they released, I think it was the champion data thing. They released the rankings because Magic basically went full time backline last yeah. year. I think he was ranked in the top five backman. In the
1: AFL, after struggling for a couple of seasons to kind of get consistent, yeah, just- to find a spot, really, yeah.
2: So he's found that spot, and hope I really hope he comes back this year. That'd be awesome.
1: Yeah. Uh, speaking of bad things, though, uh, Brownlow medalist of last year, Tom <sighs> Mitchell has broken his leg in training. Uh, so Hawks looking like they're in trouble. Tom Mitchell probably not feeling great about that because it happened at a training. There's no footage, which is something that often happens in games where you'll just find like people posting the videos of the leg break, and it's always real fucked. No one ever breaks their leg in a nice way. No, <laughs> it's
0: never fun to watch.
1: I'm like ha ha ha! It's just horrific. Um, but yeah, apparently the broken leg was quite gruesome. He's had surgery already. Fingers crossed. But like both. Bones in the lower part of his leg, I
0: think, that snapped. And oh. that's, yeah. like thats They've ruled him out for the year. Oh, yeah. He'd be, yeah. I would imagine, up to 15 months before yeah. he's doing anything.
2: He did post a good photo of him in hospital after the operation and someone had brought him a box of shapes. So, that's yes. pretty good. Because <laughs> I think he said last year, didn't he, that he loves them. Like, he used to eat shapes before every game. <laughs> and then shapes gave him, like, a year's supply or something. Yeah. <laughs> Um,
0: I want that level of fame. I want to be able to go, hey, this is a ritual of mine, and the company just (laughs) dumps food at my doorstep.
1: Yeah, it was just a tackling drill that just went wrong is how he broke his leg, which also means that a teammate probably broke it, which means that that's probably not going to feel great for either Mm -hmm. party. No, that's a really hard thing. Leg breaks as well are just
0: one of those... Like you said, they're never pleasant to watch, Yeah, Um, and it's never... Like, it's always from something you wouldn't anticipate a lot yeah. of the time. Like, it's a misstep or, yeah. You know, yeah, like a tackling collision. You think tackle, you think head injury or like yeah. upper body, mm-hmm. but it's always like someone's just under the other yeah. in the yeah. wrong way. And
1: legs always seem really strong until they all of a sudden just snap. And yeah. you're like, oh, cool. Oh, I forgot they could do that. Yeah. And there's nothing like breaking your leg to
2: make you remember how fragile <laughs> we are as humans. Is it one of the more painful breaks you can have? Well, Dowie, have you, you're you a wrestler.
0: Yeah, I'm sure you've had um,
2: your fair share of
0: injuries. Yeah, I've broken my ankle in a way that then spiral fractured up my leg. Oh, shit. Yeah, in that. <laughs> um, so it was uh, something that would happen quite often where I'd be standing on the second rope in a ring and someone would pull my leg out from under me. So I would land back first on the top turnbuckle, yep. sort of in the air, and then... Pivot forward and land on my front into yep. the ring. And one time the rope gave out from under me. So oh. as I've gone to pivot forward, my foot's hit the ground and then my body's followed over the top. <sighs> and I went, oh that sucked, and tried to keep wrestling and I couldn't, like I couldn't stand up. Um and it swelled up and it was a bit bad. And then <laughs> a, a, bit, <laughs> a bit bad. A bit bad. Well it was excruciating. And then I don't know, like, because I could still sort of move my foot around. I was like, oh, it can't be too bad this is the worst sprain I've ever done. So <laughs> being the procrastinator I am about seeking medical advice, this was a Saturday afternoon that it had happened at the Supernova Festival. I went home and I walked around. And I'm like, it's all about oh, no. Monday night when I'm like, this is too much. I need to go see someone about it. I went Wouldn't to the hospital been- and got an x-ray. And they were like, oh, no, yeah, this is broken. Also, it's fractured up here. Have you been putting weight on it? <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. Um,
1: I tried to finish a wrestling, match." Yeah. Yeah, I've been a-
0: for two days, <laughs> complaining to my partner at the time. This doesn't feel good. It's very big.
2: <laughs> Did you win that match?
0: No, I got counted out. Oh, fuck. yeah. Was that? planned no so i went to stand (laughs) i went to stand up and i couldn't really communicate i was in so much pain i couldn't communicate properly with the other person what was happening so i tried to stand and i couldn't and then they tried to get me up for something and i just couldn't put weight on my leg so i dropped to the floor and rolled out to just think i'll get counted to 10 um and then they've rolled out to break the count and try and get me back into the ring (laughs) and i'm like no leave me here please (laughs) (laughs) fucking hell yeah how long were you out of action With that break, oh, I want to say six months. But mine wasn't as I didn't need surgery. Like I just got a cast and yeah,
1: yeah. Did you like? I just want to ask one question because like one of my friends recently she broke her foot pretty bad and realized it was broken when she went to put weight on it and it made like a crunchy noise. Oh yeah, did that happen with your leg as well? Uh, so oh, I guess because you're in a ring as well, you yeah, wouldn't have noticed straight away. I don't away. really
0: think about it. And it's like one of those things, is, um, I chat about it a bit, like at the MCW Academy with people coming in, like with wrestling. And I imagine it's for all like elite sportsmen as well, but I only have my own life experiences, yeah. do you have to be able to make judgment calls on what is everyday pain and what is significant pain? Because <laughs> it's not like uncommon that I'm hurting throughout the week. So, yeah. um, it's, and then trying to, I can't slow down on training or go into the gym or anything like that because that time off will be detrimental to me. So it's like, I'm sometimes very bad at going, oh no, this is just one of those everyday aches that'll be upsetting. And then like in a few days, it'll be a bit better and then it'll be, you know. It eventually yeah. disappeared. I can imagine that
1: being like, <laughs> oh, that, was that knee I copped in the ribs, that's just a bruise that hurts heaps. Oh, wait, no, it's three broken ribs. Yeah, oh.
0: um, and especially now, like after that, um, my ankle's a little bit weaker, so since then I've ruptured the anterior fibula ligament <laughs> in the <that laughs> same ankle twice from minor injuries. One was I was playing indoor soccer and it was uh, someone just went to tackle and it was yeah. a clean trip and it was fine, but it just ruptured underneath me. And another time I was playing basketball where I've gone up for a rebound and someone's come down foot on my ankle and it's just sort of gone out the wrong way so that like after every match like Sunday I couldn't put weight on my ankle but it's nothing significant that's just because we did like four dives to the floor
2: and you know like (laughs) you moonsault
0: from the top and land on the floor the next few days it's going to flare up so in my head I think it was just like that it was just like oh this is flaring up
2: (laughs) is that your worst injury you've had
0: um no I've had a heap (laughs) yeah (laughs) Uh, I had a compound fracture in my lower vertebrae, my spine. That one sucked.
2: Fucking hell. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, that was... I was out for quite a bit. Um, I mean, this is very... Like, we could derail the... (laughs) the (laughs) Well, I just want to say, because, like,
1: I've only experienced a broken leg in real life once. Um, You had one. No, I haven't broken my leg, but I've had to do first aid on someone who broke their leg. (sighs) And it was just a real horrible situation, because, basically, this guy... (laughs) But we like I was filming like something for like a uni thing, and yeah, we were using. I'd been asked to like just guest in it or something, and they were using prop bikes. But because that it was just like all uni students, they were just like moving the bikes from one shot location to another shot location, and one of the guys was just riding the bike, but they're prop bikes, so they didn't have brakes, and there was a hill, and he didn't realize that there was no brakes on it until he was going down the hill. And it was a hill that went into a court. Oh, no. So he just hit the end of the court, went over the handlebars and just broke his leg. And oh. like shin bone was sticking out. Oh! And anyway, oh. so then I like we were waiting at like the spot and we're like, where is he? <laughs> and then we got a call from him being like, hey, I'm in the garden. I think I've broken my leg. I'm like, oh. okay, we'll be done in a second. And came down. We're like, he's just like, he'll be fine. And then we could see bone and we're like, oh my God. But um, Yeah. I had to sort of, like, put him into recovery position because he was, like, f- in, kind of in and out of consciousness because of the pain, but mm. also not move his leg too much. But then when the ambulance rocked up, they gave him the morphine whistle. And the first thing he did, because he f- was in no pain, was, like, tried to get comfortable, so he moved his leg and the <gasps> bone just tore. Oh, fuck. It was horrible he's fine now he had to get surgery but he can Yo, walk I yeah <laughs> jesus <laughs> was he screaming no he was just like he had just he'd gone into shock he oh wasn't man like yelling he was just like do you have first aid training yeah Fuck. man it's, of many talents yeah i do what i can uh yeah it's it actually came in handy for sans because we're a proper business so <laughs> someone had to be first aid trained and luckily i already was all right well i heard that tom mitchell was screaming in pain yeah, I can imagine there's probably a horrible in-between stage of like when it happens, the shock, and then once the shock wears out, or if it's not quite bad enough to put you into to like put a in shock.
0: I think it's a, it's a it's almost that fight or flat thing. Like yeah. you either accept it and take it on really well, or I've seen like I've seen when I was when I was first breaking into wrestling, I would have been like thirteen at the time. Um, there was a gentleman on the show, don't remember his full wrestling name, probably doesn't want me telling this story <laughs> anyway, so I won't name him. But He had a nasty leg break in the ring, and they had to get him to the back. And he's this, like, bodybuilder-looking, big 30-year-old man, tough as shit in my eyes. And he was out the back crying, screaming for his mother just because it's that. Like, it was just overwhelming. Like, it's just the... And I think it's at like, especially a leg injury more than anything, like, that panic of you look down and you see how bad it is, and that, that sort of sets in. Like, it's not... Like, I've, I've, funnily enough, think I, like, people handle upper body or especially head injuries better because you can't get a visual of yeah. what's happening. So there's no, like, that anxiety of, oh, my God, that doesn't look proper. proper and Yeah. Yeah. Fuck.
1: And also, like, when people, like, break their arms and stuff like that, they can, like, stand up and, like, pace and, like, do, like, they panic and, like, just go into, like. Doing yeah, weird like stuff. When you're but are w-
0: sitting still. Like, you've got to, like, bathe in it.
1: <laughs> but yeah, when your leg's broken, you don't know what to do because you're like, I am here, I can't... Yeah. yeah. So it's horrible news for Tom Mitchell. And yeah. horrible news for that guy I had to do first aid on, like, two years ago. And horrible news for Dowie of the past, but... Fuck. Horrible news for Hawthorne. Horrible news for Hawthorne. Terrible news for Hawthorne. I already had
2: them probably not making the eight. On the fringe. Like, they could, they might not. Because you can have a tougher draw. But will they lift for Tom Mitchell? Yeah, but can they lift for... An entire season.
1: (coughs) Maybe. I guess
2: it depends how they spread out the
0: responsibilities. Like, Mm. who's filling. um, They don't have someone. They don't have a Tom
1: Mitchell to step up into that role. So, mm. I guess it's how they react. Apparently, Omira, they've kind of been like, all right, so you're going to be doing a lot more this season.
2: That's going to be interesting for him because so far he hasn't probably been consistent enough.
1: Yeah, well. Losing
2: Mitchell's massive. I mean, A, he's their best player. Well, I mean, but Brunner, he's also, Brunner medalist. Yeah. He's also like a guaranteed 30 to 40 touch a game player. So yeah. That's, yeah. That's those possessions that's going out of your team. And who a, have you got?
0: This is a real opportunity for someone like a James Warple to really yeah. step up. But again, even if he step, like he's still developing, he's not going to yeah. step up and be Tom Mitchell. <laughs>
2: uh, like, it, O'Meara will now get the best tag every week. Yeah, I don't know how he's yeah. going to go with that. And
1: also, like you were saying, I fo- totally forgot about how many um, disposals Tom Mitchell gets per game. Like, their whole game style might have to change because I'm just like- you will have to, yeah. Mitchell will get it every single stoppage and hand pass to someone. Yeah. Or kick it.
2: Terry Wallace um, was talking on the radio and he said sort of every club needs the the consistent ball winner, like in the engine room, the Tom Mitchell, and then they need the elite finisher. Yeah. Which is probably uh, Chad Wingard. Yeah. And now they don't have the Mitchell. So, O'Meara has to fill that hole, but then no one... Who's going to... I don't know about their midfield depth...
0: Yeah, it's I, they've got a few younger players, I think. Yeah. But again, it's that issue where they're still developing, they're still in, mm-hmm. learning their rounds. There's a great opportunity for them, but they don't necessarily... What they're lacking is like veteran knowledge That's it. in that inside area.
2: I feel for Mitchell because I feel like a broken leg is... I don't know this for sure, but I'm assuming it's worse than an ACL in some ways because you see players... Actually, no, an ACL is kind of the same in that, yeah, you're going to miss the season, it's going to compromise probably nearly the entire next season as well because you'll mm. spend that year sort of just getting back up Rehabbing. to it. Rehabbing. Yeah. yeah. And that's if there's no setbacks. Yeah. So, it's fucked.
1: And also, the moment you break such a big bone as well, and especially your leg bone in AFL, you'd be so worried about the weakness that comes with it now. You'd never be the same. Like, no. I
2: I don't know if I've ever talked about um, Michael Voss on the show before. No. Who, um,
1: Michael Voss. Yeah, Michael yeah. Voss. <laughs> Best captain of all time, as claimed that's by right. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Undisputed. Wait. Who? <laughs> um, prior to what, what Brisbane- What does he do at Port Adelaide now? Uh, he's the uh, assistant coach, senior assistant coach. Okay, there, yeah. So Michael Voss, senior assistant coach at Port Adelaide. Yeah, I know yeah. him. Yeah, Could be at a better club, but um, he's Looks just- Looks great in the- Lightning bolts.
2: Oh, fucking how dare you? We all know We all know that he's wearing a Brisbane jumper underneath that. At all times, so. <laughs> so he's anyway. got a
1: Port Adelaide polo shirt over his Brisbane jumper. Prior... He's wearing his brown low underneath that? More than likely. Yeah, <laughs> do you know, that I
0: will agree
2: with. Do you know Kevin Murray, the old Fitzroy guy? He's yeah. play like in the 40s. Yeah. He wears his brown low everywhere to this day. He's like in his 80s now and he wears it around now you have
1: a bunch of belts from wrestling yeah. you ever think about uh, wearing those around um, just down to the shops
0: just sit <laughs> it out
1: uh, no, I
0: mean, there's like the novelty. So you win it, and it's like that next day, it's I'm walking around my house naked wearing
2: nothing but the belt. <laughs> sport.
0: And then it just sort of sits in the corner until I'm on my way to sh- the next show. And it's, oh no, I didn't put this in my bag. I need to go home now.
1: The one important thing <laughs> yeah, you need. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, um, we asked you to bring it today, and you did. So yes, I did. Pretty happy about that. <laughs> they're a lot heavier than I expected them to oh, be.
0: Oh, well, yeah, they're real gold, except for my one silver. So it's real silver.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> did you see the WWE sent out a bunch of like custom? One's to American sporting clubs that had won championships. Yeah, they that do that a lot. Cool. Cool. They seen it. No, I didn't. But that's so cool. like all the big like oh fuck, who won the NBA championship? Golden State. Yeah. So they sent out you know like a WWE sure. official one with like the Golden State logo on it and the you know Golden State World Champions. And yeah, yeah. That's well cool. Vince McMahon yeah. has
1: probably unlimited money at this point, so there's real no loss in that.
2: That's true. Getting back to Michael Voss. yeah The little known champion. Yep. I think it was in the year 2000, so it was just before Brisbane went on that really good run. The year 2000? I don't yeah.
1: know if I've ever mentioned that
2: year before, but Essendon had a really good run. <laughs> in fact, it might have been... Fuck, I can't remember. Could have even been 98 when they won the Wooden Don't know sprint. much about that. But anyway, Michael Voss broke... <laughs> just, just the, year
0: the only thing I recall from the year 2000 was Essendon dropping a game to the Western Bulldogs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's weird, because all I can recall is... Twenty three wins. <laughs> <laughs> they won the one that mattered. Yeah, so. they won every other one except <laughs> for one. Except yeah. that, that
2: classic game, that Chris Grant oh, goal. I just cannot remember <laughs> the year. Anyway, Vossi broke his leg, and um, he it was weird because he came back and he went on to be for a while, for a few years at least, probably the best player in the game, mm-hmm. or one of them definitely. But he ne- he was never the same again. Like he never trained properly ever again. When Brisbane were in like peak, in their peak winning time, Michael Voss didn't train during the week. He would do like, you know, some, some few drills here and there, but he would just get up for the game. Yeah. Because his knee was just fucked forever. Like, he'd lost, I don't know, there was just nothing in there. Is there like cartilage in your knee? Am I right, Yeah, his ACL stuff was so
0: hard. Like, yeah. That, um, it was that's bone on bone, common, in-
2: essentially. So he couldn't do the running during that's the
0: week. That's a real common injury. I feel, though, like now compared to historically, like they've got better doctors than they ever had. Mm. Um, we Stephen Dank. Fitness yeah. and things like that. Like, yeah. there was this real. Except um, for Geelong, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was this real like emphasis. On... That blow
1: landed significantly <laughs> yeah, loudly. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, boys, I have to leave. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just remembered. Um, but like, no, they they understand injuries and rehabbing better than they ever had. So previously, where it would be, we'll just get back into training. Like now, they are a bit smarter about it. Yeah. Um, it's a common thing. I hate to keep. T- Taking it back to wrestling, but like it was a common thing in wrestling where the, we had this development in bodybuilding. So if you want to get bigger and stronger, you train like this, but that's not functional. It's just for yeah. show, and it was yeah. similar for footballers. Like you get big and strong, eat this and lift this much, but then they're running for hours on yeah. end every week, and yeah. they're not training. So that that's. We'll see less and less ACL injuries moving forward. Um, I guess it depends on the ligament damage done with the broken bones as
1: well, more than yeah. anything for Tom
0: Mitchell on mm-hmm. how he recovers. Yeah, because yeah, like- it,
1: it gruesome and the fact there was surgery. Like, it could have been a similar situation to my friend, and that could have also, like, damaged muscle and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah,
0: exactly. So, if any of those tendons that are around that ankle joint and things like that, that's going to really mm. bother him, like, for
2: a long time. We're not going to know any of that for a while, I don't think. Hawthorne wouldn't say that anyway. He'll just sort of slowly come back. Yeah. yeah. Fuck, they'd be regretting not getting Dylan Scheel now. That's- <laughs> they do have Scully if he ever gets back. Yeah, they got. <sighs> I think because the injury has happened early enough, they've still got the chance to pick up like someone, like a supplemental player or something, to cover Tom Mitchell. You're obviously not going to cover the Tom, yeah. one of the best
1: players in the AFL. But-, but well, yeah, if we're going by last year, literally the best player yeah. in the mm-hmm. AFL.
2: Someone uh, suggested just get Sam Mitchell to play for a year. <laughs> He's come back as an assistant coach to Hawthorne. He he still looks in good shape. Just get him to play for a year. And to Just be honest, hold the fort for yeah, you know, like, twenty four games. <laughs> s- say they bring in like a state level player. You're going to probably get more out of Sam Mitchell than you would that player.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. It wouldn't
2: fucking hurt to get him in there. No. He'd probably be good for you know, been at the bottom of the pack and getting you know twenty five touches a week. How long did he retire? Uh, he didn't play last year, but he played the year before for West Coast. Mm. He did slow down a little bit.
1: You know who they should uh, Imagine they are uh, just getting Brisbane's ear, Like, hey, can we have? Can we have Hodgie back? <laughs> I know, we'll have him on loan. <laughs> <laughs> You've rented him for two seasons. <laughs> like, I really hate to do this, and I know it's. Well,
2: is there a chance that they might say, "Hey, Brennan Goddard, do you want to play for a year?" Actually, that's a good point. He's not really that position, but maybe they can free someone up off yeah, half back because,
1: like, he's good enough to
2: just for leadership, I guess. Yeah, another. I don't know. He's not a like for like, so yeah, they'd be missed. You know, Ryan Burton could have come off half back and gone into the middle. Mm. I guess Wingard, the responsibility is going to be higher on him. He's going to be like a more consistent midfielder. Sucks
1: yeah. for Chad Wingard as well because yeah. he won't really get a chance to have a flashy season now.
2: No, he'll have to. Work harder Yeah Which will be good for him He might actually Become a, a Like a consistent midfielder But I doubt it
1: <laughs> So you Just Was that kind of hinting Towards the fact that Chad Wingard might be overrated Sean Yeah I think
2: just a, Just a smidge overrated <laughs> um, No I re- honestly They should have kept Ryan Burton I think he's mm. going to be A really good player Well
1: yeah this is, It's going to be A really interesting year For Hawthorne I
2: think it's a transitional year uh, I think everyone right now Is probably like But they've got Clarko So he'll figure it out He's got so much time To figure it out It's going to be fine they got Clarko
0: it is that thing, isn't it? Like, it's interesting in that he, ha- they have time to figure it yeah. out. But figuring it out means taking apart everything that's worked for you for the last few years and rebuilding your entire team structure. Like, yeah. you can't... Like, I think that's it where you, like there's no like-for-like like switch. Like, mm-hmm. there's no... It becomes a decision of do we get a few people to try and fill this role and, like, move some stuff around or do we rethink our entire strategy of where everyone is placed?
2: I mean, do they just go... On the lookout at state level and go, who is just like a contested ball pig who gets 40 touches every week, even though they're not on anywhere near the same level as Mitchell? Let's just bring that guy in for a year so we can still aim to play the same style.
1: The only player I can think of that comes to it that uh, performed in a team where was consistently getting 40-ish touches without having to do too much, he uh, currently is playing for a team that is supported by someone in the room. Probably want to get Gaz on the phone for that A match mu- ah. much- <laughs> Shit Gary Ablett Jr. Goes to Hawthorne <laughs> To fill the Tom Mitchell hole Open the Open the checkbook And get in there <laughs> Yeah he'll-, he'll take money
2: <laughs> <We're-> <laughs> <laughs>
0: We've, We've learned anything that- From Gary Ablett <laughs> <laughs> Over his years <laughs> He will sell out For cash
1: Oh shit Fucking true though Although we were saying I think last week With Tom mm. uh, He was saying that it looking like Geelong were thinking about swinging him forward for most of the year, which makes yeah. sense.
0: I, I would have argued that that's what he should be. Uh, I mean, this is... He should I'm have done just, that last season. Yeah, I'm rehashing old episodes at this <laughs> yeah. point.
1: But yeah, 100% he should have been doing that. Yeah, he's not getting any younger. No. He's not getting any shinier either.
2: No. Has anyone else recently retired or been delisted that the Hawks could just grab for a year?
1: Goddard is probably their best. <laughs> At, I You've, guess. Provided
2: they have someone who they can like swap switch him. Yeah, out. Because yeah. Like, it's
1: not like Goddard would... Nah. You're not adding him to the team to fix the Tom Mitchell problem. Nah. You're just like another senior I'm member.
2: really surprised that Goddard didn't get picked up by like Gold Coast or someone like that.
1: Yeah. I, unless he was like... Because was he delisted or retired?
2: <laughs> well, he was delisted and then just floated around for a while thinking, "Oh, I'm open to having another crack. And then I think he just quietly retired because no one sort of Showed any major interest?
1: Yeah, that's weird. I wonder if because he had been kind of a piece of shit on the field a little bit, <laughs> no one wanted to play with him.
2: You think that footage of him smashing the table, the the food off the table, really put people against?
1: Although him? Heppel tried his best to try and uh, <laughs> steer that out situation differently, which is like, yeah, it was a bit of a laugh, though, wasn't it?
2: Non-verbally, though, didn't he <laughs> just stare at him, and be like?
1: No, there was an interview with him about it afterwards. I think they also joked about it when he got delisted or like left or something. They were Mm -hmm. like, well, at least your lollies will be safe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you know, okay.
2: Hawthorne, this is a no-brainer. Just get Michael Barlow. He got delisted from Gold Coast because he wasn't getting games up there. He's come down. He's playing for uh, a Victorian VFL club, I think.
1: I don't know if I would trust anyone that's been delisted for Gold Coast yeah. to play. Yeah, know. No, no,
2: but there were a few like you know, Brisbane picked up Jared Lyons from Gold Coast because he couldn't get a game. There are there was imagine
0: few- if Orthons still had Luke Hodge on their side. <laughs> <laughs> they have that veteran role filled. <laughs>
2: who's the um who's the Gold Coast player that went to North Melbourne? i <laughs> have no idea. I'm um, not able to help fuck, you. Hear? I can't think of his name, but he's he you know quick uh, Aaron Hall. Oh yeah. There were talented players who weren't getting games because I think they just didn't get on with Stuart did and fit into what he was doing. Barlow was probably one of them.
1: He's like, hey, boys, I just need you to hop into this dumpster fire. <laughs> uh, just, just pop in, just jump in.
2: But Barlow, he's one of those players who gets on the bottom of the pack and can get 30 touches. So if they want someone for 12 months who's going to. Yeah, I just worry, Hawthorne are going to have to change the whole game plan probably.
0: I feel like the smarter move is to change your whole game plan. Yeah. yeah. Only because, like, we're talking about fill that role for Tom Mitchell for 12 months or so. And then it's that the coin that we're talking about before. Does he come back as healthy as he was? Mm. Like, are you keeping this spot warm for someone that's going to come back and not perform and then realize a year later? oh, we need to change
1: everything up anyway. Which is uh, what Essendon did at the start of last season versus what they did towards the end of last Mm. season where they were pretty much just keeping our fold line nice and warm for Joey to come back. Yeah, that's a good point. He didn't. Yeah, And then we were like, oh, wait, we should probably win games. Yeah. Then Um, they filled that hole and it was good.
2: I think you're right. I think you've got to have that approach that the team's bigger than the player. So we're just going to do what's best for the team. Yeah. we'll Figure out that game player, plan. Yeah. And then you sprinkle in a Brownlow medalist when he's back and fully yeah. fit. Yeah,
0: exactly. He can come. And I imagine, like, it, it's that warm up thing. He'll probably want to start as a supporting player. I guess it depends on how hungry he is. You yeah. sit out for long enough, he might want to, like, he might hate the idea of being mm. backseat
1: to someone. I am so scared for Joe Danaher coming back because I'm scared he's going to be too hungry as well. It's just going to be a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> is he, has he had a setback or something, or is he all right? No, I think he's had a setback. Oh, fuck. I think uh, they were saying they're not sure if he's going to be fit for the start of the season. Yeah. But I don't know if it was a setback or if they're like, it's just always cautious. been this bad. And they,
2: cause How, how it- fucked is it, though, do you, like, say, just factor in your final, like, 10 weeks of the season where you were a, a very good team who yeah. knocked off some great teams. And then the, op- like, the idea that you can bring in an all-Australian full forward who's basically like a new recruit because he didn't play last year.
1: Yeah. It's exciting. And then also adding Dylan Shield to the team as well. Yeah, like in theory, Essendon should be very dangerous, but I—they've just hurt me before, so I'm always Mm. just scared. (sighs) Because we lose games we should win, and if in theory we should win every game next season, then we might lose every game. (laughs) Who's
2: who's the like the Mitchell equivalent? The one player who, if they were gone from Essendon, you would be fucked.
1: Um, Merritt, oh, merit probably. Oh, like, you reckon? Because uh, we've had it. We've had it so many times where our best players just. Like, when we didn't have Job for a bit.
2: Yeah, because I feel like with Geelong, it's simple. It's like if if Dangerfield broke his leg. Yeah. Draw a line through them.
1: It's trickier with Essendon. It's, like, yeah, with say, Essendon. it's I think hard. You've
2: got- I I was just thinking that about Geelong. So I'm like, yeah. well,
0: realistically, you've got that three big in the middle, like so. Without Dangerfield, you've got Ablett and Hawkins and Selwood to sort of yeah. fill in and they can rotate around if needed. But we had all of them for last year and it That's didn't right. do us any good. Yeah. So,
2: But also, it's like Dangerfield is the full package and is explosive, whereas Selwood's slowing down a bit. Yeah,
0: he is, he is. Ablett is I think I'm just slowed. dirty on the last <laughs> season in that... I expected Dangerfield to do much more than he actually
2: did. I agree with you. If we're
0: missing Dangerfield from last year, Mm. we'd do no different.
2: Are you going to be like, it's very possible that you get through this period with Geelong and you don't win the premiership? Yeah, no, I don't. I don't envision it.
0: There's so many questionable decisions just around everything. Like yeah. from. Signing Chris
1: Scott till fucking 2028.
0: <laughs> he had years. Oh, was I reading someone shit canned that today? Like, or like the other day in the press? I was like, yeah, because it was a terrible decision. He still uh, had two years to prove himself, and you just gave him more years after he did awful. Mm. Like, he rewarded one of our worst seasons in how, you know, who knows how long. Just I, quickly
1: yeah. on Chris Scott. Uh, Dowie, sir, uh, the weekend that just passed. You- yeah. <laughs> You, uh, you wrestled. In fact, yeah. you won and you're now uh, the MCW tag team champion. Yes. Or one of the two. One, of the, one um, of the tag champs. Your music played, lights dimmed, and in that break between the crowd cheering for the start of the fight and the fight starting. So like that just moment of silence, you're standing in the ring. What did you hear from the crowd? So I'm out there. It's
0: always a bit hard to see. Spotlights <laughs> are pouring down on your face. It's maybe the first few faces of the row or two yep. in the hard cam front, but otherwise it just dissipates into nothingness. And there's the roar of the crowd and it sort of dies out in that split second before the next song kicks in. Just a very loud, very clear. Fuck Chris Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Rolls its way <laughs> over the audience <laughs> to I, me. Which, <laughs> if you get the chance to watch that back on our Vimeo, I am very uh, delighted with it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good because that means that that will be in the recording. Yeah. Amazing. So uh, a bit of how good's footy history was made. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's your best moment, dude. So. <laughs> it's the highlight
2: of the season so
1: far. Yeah, it was it was big. It was I look, that, I there was silence. Rolled the dice; it paid off. You took um, the you took the gamble. I like to think that I helped you win the fight mm. with just the <laughs> yes. the motivation. You're like, yeah, fuck me Chris over. Scott. Well, I, it's interesting to hear about the lights, which of
2: course makes sense. You wouldn't be able to see very far into the crowd, but I always figure that you see me given like a thumbs up and that's what gives you the, the courage to go on and win these matches, but apparently not. You're going to have well, to get so closer. I'm just
0: picturing that no matter what. So even <laughs> when you're not there, like I'm looking out, there's like 20 people and I'm like, Sean's giving me a thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, that somewhere. rules. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. And uh, speaking of wrestling, Dowie, yeah, we have been note. told that you're in strict time restrictions today because... You gotta, you gotta train the like future of wrestling, and I uh, go show off your belt or something. So
0: yeah, I'm gonna go wear my belt down to the MCW Academy and tell all my trainees what a big deal I am, why they should respect me more. Um, yeah, no, so I do have to run away. But thank you very much for having me, boys. No, thanks you Fun so as much. Always,
1: you're welcome anytime. It's, look, we need to get you and Tom back in the room so you can show him how to be a true Geelong supporter.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, He's yeah. a lost
1: cause. I,
0: I would love to book myself in right now. <laughs> Get in, make like a pre season Geelong review with Tom. Because I feel like we're going to have very different opinions on our team move. He'll be forward. like, yeah, as
1: long as cockatoos fit, I don't mind. Yeah, You're like, yeah, yeah. are you fucking serious? <laughs> it's going to end with him being slammed through a table, I feel <laughs> Best case. <laughs> All right, so Dowie, just before you head off, do you want to plug your social media so everyone knows where to find you? Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, I'm at Dowie James on Instagram and Twitter. I think it's Super Dowie on Facebook. Uh, i got a bunch of shows. i won't go into them. There's one every week for the next like five months or something, so make sure you hit me up on there if you want con- to come Training is
1: very important. Though. Any wrestling, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, and a quick plug for our MCW Academy. If you Google that, it comes up for the first result. Uh, if you want to get into the wonderful world of wrestling... We've got a great academy, <laughs> so, I guess. So, yeah. Just but-
2: quickly, Dowie, where do people find the video of the show where we can hear Dusha saying, fuck Chris Scott?
0: Uh, MCW On Demand. So they I think it's called MCW Encore on Vimeo. If you mm-hmm. head to au, there's a link on the main page. Um, that'll take you across there. We've got a streaming service. So I think it's about $10 a month and it's all our... All our shows, like our monthly shows for the last... We're in our eighth year as a company now. Um, no, we're starting our ninth year as a company. <laughs> My mistake. Um, and they've got a bunch of fun, like, Wrestle Rock shows and pub shows and uh, things that have gone up beforehand. Uh, we got a nice little hidden library for... Uh, all our alumni that have gone on to WWE success as well. So if you are into wrestling, there's a nice little treasure trove on there.
1: Do they censor the swearing like the WWE do? Does no, that mean someone. Yeah, okay, they good. do not. There good. are
0: things from like seven years ago that I wish they would censor a <laughs> <laughs> that you can find. And every now and then, this like really cringeworthy gif will just pop up on Twitter. And I'm like, oh no, I don't
1: want people seeing this. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much for being on here, Dowie, and uh, we'll be sure to see you soon. And good luck with the training and the wrestling.
0: Thanks, boys. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices.
1: Alright, now that Dowie's gone, this is the first ever two-man segment of How Goods Footy. And look, without Tom here, there's really not that much difference. (laughs) There's just less idiotic statements. Look, you know what? We can just pretend he's here. Hmm. Hey, douche, you got any emails? (laughs) Yes, Tom, I do. Thank you so much for reminding me. in the room. Yeah. Is the window shut? (laughs) I miss sexy land. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck off, Tom. (laughs) So, you actually got an email from Gemma. Yes, um, friend of the show, Gemma. Who was on last week's episode, and she just followed up with something that uh, we mentioned last week, which is about Adelaide absolutely cooking their membership numbers.
2: Kane Corns has come out swinging.
1: Yep. Uh, funnily enough, he's, I'm wondering if he's, surely he's not subscribed to Haggard's Footy, because- uh, Come out has. after us! I think he has. I think we
2: know. We now know where he gets his uh, where he gets his, his sources. resources.
1: Imagine this whole time we've gone swinging after cane corns and Tom Brown, and they've both just subscribed <laughs> to Argent's footy.
2: Oh fuck! Tom Brown's hiding <laughs> out the window. <laughs> Oi, Fuck off, cut!
1: <laughs> Get out of here!
2: Uh, yeah, sure. She- <laughs> sent has a-, a link from uh, I think it was Fox Sports. Cane Corns has had a dig at the Adelaide Footy Club. Because he claims that they are uh, juicing up their membership numbers. Yeah, I think they claim to currently be sitting on about seventy eight thousand members. That seems like
1: total bullshit.
2: Seems pretty high, but apparently, if you subscribe to their mailing list, that's not that's not spending any money. That's not buying a membership. Yeah. Nothing. You subscribe to the mailing list; they include you as a club member.
1: Yeah, because we mentioned this last week, but we weren't entirely sure if that was one hundred percent according to truth. Kane. Yes, it is. So, we were right. Unless he's quoting us, in which case- It could we, be a big circle. We, we could be sourcing ourselves here.
2: <laughs> but, yeah, because apparently last year, I think Adelaide had- They claimed to have, I think, 88,000 members. and that's so high. And then the AFL released their official ones where they checked through all the data and the and they, they checked the books, basically. Yeah. And I think it was closer to,
1: like, 64, or 65. Which seems, like, more accurate yeah. for a team that is for Adelaide and it just lost the grand final.
2: Mm. Although, like, Adelaide- membership numbers are generally
1: Yeah, South Australia a lot. Yeah.
2: Like Richmond, what Richmond are the I think the first team to crack a hundred thousand. Then you've got your powerhouse sick. clubs. Essendon's quite strong. They're like yeah. seventy plus. Collingwood, I think, are, and they probably will be this year off the back of that. But yeah, he was claiming that Adelaide are doing it to get a leg up on Port Adelaide who are sitting sort of down on about, I think, 45,000 members yeah. as it stands. And also, it's like a sponsorship thing. So, I guess if they juice their numbers and say, hey, sponsors, mm-hmm. look at us, we're the big club in Adelaide, they'll get more money through that. Yeah,
1: I never thought about lying to sponsors before and mm-hmm. not expecting that to blow up in your face. So, yeah. uh, for any potential advertiser listening, uh, How Goods Footy gets 100,000 downloads a week. <laughs> and if you want to send us the big box, we promise to advertise your content. <laughs> I've loaded up the inbox. Yep. Uh, we've got an email from Cal from New Zealand. Okay, yeah, uh, Wellington, New Zealand. Hi lads, long time listener, f- first time emailer. Love the show, love the game. I live in Wellington, New Zealand, and just wanted to see what look and you wanted to see what local footy was like. So I popped over to the AFL New Zealand website to take a look, and this is what I found: the AFL NZ, that is a long acronym, has four premiership teams: the Western Crows, the Central Giants, the Northern Suns, and the Southern Saints. And Cal has attached the logos, and they're not happy. What is going on? Some kind of partnership, I guess, with the Australian counterparts. But come on, New Zealand, some originality, please. Have a good one, Cal. Thanks, Cal. Uh, Cal has also said, go Crows. No, Cal, wrong decision. Didn't you just hear what we said? Fuck. you, Actually, Cal, if you subscribe to the uh, Adelaide newsletter, you'll be counted as an overseas <laughs> member. So maybe, maybe support <laughs> your club.
2: I've got these up on my phone as well. Yeah. These logos. They're literally just... They're the same. Yep. They're a carbon copy.
1: That's no good. That's not what I wanted That's to see. That's really
2: lazy. The Come thing on. I love about international teams is when they have they fucking have to get crazy creative. logos. Yeah,
1: they have to get creative.
2: Southern Giants. Wait, sorry. Southern Saints, Central Giants, Northern Suns, and, and Western, Western Crows. Crows.
1: Lazy. So, Cal, we're right there behind you. New Zealand lift your game, but good to see that AFL is kicking off there. It seems like they've got a team for every... Area of New Zealand.
2: That's awesome. Who who was the team that that played, I think, what, three years in a row over there in New Zealand? Was it St. Kilda? Yeah. So, it makes sense that they've got the Southern Saints. But why the fuck have they ever gone Central Giants? Northern. They've gone GW. This this reeks of AFL, don't yeah, you think? Yeah, 100%. The fact that they've got the two expansion clubs. <laughs> Saints make sense because they have a presence in New Zealand or they did. Yeah. I'm not sure why the Crows are there. Someone must have said I like crows.
1: <laughs> Cal, did you get in someone's ear, mate? Fuck. All right. Uh, so we got a next email from Thomas AFLX is the subject. Dear how good's footy. It's been so long since footy. Me brain hurts just thinking about it. <laughs> Probably we'll be discussing the show, but what do you all think of the AFL promo stuff that went up tonight? I'm a child, so the rewalt one reminded me of that show, Ben 10. <laughs> Keep all the good work, boys, and thanks to the pod. P.S. From Tom to Tom... The window shut. Shush. Cop that, Tom. The are I'm, prom- lo- uh, I'm looking in his direction. He's not there. Yeah, this feels very Clint Eastwood yelling at the empty chair. <laughs> um, the prom- is are very comic booky, and I think this is probably the direction they should have gone with the Marvel Stadium Captain Marvel crossover that they originally planned that looked garbage. I
2: hadn't seen this one, but that is very Ben Ten.
1: Yeah, it's Look, Tom. Good, Tom. As opposed to absent bad, Tom. Mm. Look, we're not children, but uh, we also can see the Ben 10 similarities. But I like the superhero aspect of it. It's a forced superhero aspect, though. Would you prefer that they
2: just went like one of the team's jumper looks a bit like Iron Man? One looks like Captain America?
1: No, I like One's keeping... Black
2: Widow, one's- I No, I else? think that's worse. Spider-Man.
1: I th- think I like the idea of them just being, like, theming their advertisements and stuff like that to be kind of superhero-ish, but keeping the teams the same. Because mm. then- when the inevitable marvel stadium sponsorship kind of falls people have, won't be like
2: have they uh, they've bought it for how long though it's, i think it's like 10 years have they announced like things they're going to be doing did someone say they're playing marvel movies yeah pre-game? someone did
1: say that it was tom so i don't know how trustworthy that is probably don't trust it
2: yeah um i'm assuming they're going to have like i've already seen like guys dressed up like captain america yeah, and stuff like
1: that. i imagine that. they'll probably start leaning into it and i think what'll probably happen is we'll m- most likely see that so, Captain Marvel comes out at the very start of the AFL season, but then you've got Avengers Endgame coming out, like, round five. Uh, yeah, round five. And I mm. think that's when the Marvel stuff will really kick into gear, because that will probably be the biggest movie that's ever been released. Round five. Is that mm. the Easter weekend? Uh, it is the Anzac Day weekend, which is- Ooh. Yes, it is Easter. It came out the same weekend last year, didn't it? Yeah. Uh, Infinity yeah, yeah. War came out on Anzac Day. Yeah. So, Endgame, I think, is also- an- Shit. Yeah.
2: So it comes out on Anzac Day again.
1: Yeah, it's the Anzac Day or the day after? I'm pretty sure. <sighs>
2: massive. What a massive couple of days for how good's footy.
1: Yeah, it's going to be big. It's
2: going to be big. That's my biggest week of the year. I mean, yeah. If we go Anzac Day, and I think the following round is Easter, isn't it? So Anzac Day is the
1: so Anzac Day is like a Wednesday, a Tuesday wait, or a Wednesday. Round five is Anzac Day. I think so, but East- round
2: four is Brisbane Essendon, which we're at. Yeah. Then I'm up to Brisbane for Brisbane Collingwood, back to Melbourne for Hawthorne Geelong. Then it's Anzac Day
1: but a I few days later. Anzac Day is either the last game of the of round five or the first oh. game of round six. Ooh, shit. So this could be this could be your biggest weekend ever.
2: With end game in there. Fuck.
1: Oh, so okay, Anzac Day is a Thursday. So I was a bit wrong. It's the Thursday
2: of round six. So, so, Brisbane
1: play yeah, Essend- in round four. Yeah. Round five is Easter. Yeah. And then round six is <coughs> Anzac Day. Massive few weeks. Still, that's going to be a big, it's going to be a big like Friday to Friday for you. Yeah. Fuck. Huge. All right. uh Final email. And this one I've saved for last because I haven't read it yet, but all I can see sitting in the inbox is Randy has emailed us with the subject traitorous doucher. Randy, mate, I don't know what you're about to say, but I feel like you're coming for me. And just so you know, I will fire back. <laughs> I'm not like Tom. I will not cop this sitting down. All right, here we go. <clears throat> I live in Delaware in the United States, and I am a huge fan of footy. In brackets, go cats. Mistake number one. I don't respect anything you're about to say now, Randy. (laughs) I joined the Sandspans listening family in October listening to your fine show. On the strength of Hagrid's footy, I started to listen to all of your other shows and I am hooked in the podcast world, Sandspans Rules Supreme. That is interesting. It's good. I don't think I've ever heard anyone say I've started listening to Plumbing the Death Star because I heard you on Hagrid's footy. But let's see how this goes for me. Clearly not well based on the subject title. However, (laughs) he's gone down to the date. In the November 24th, 2013 episode of Plumbing S- the Death Star. Sorry, what year? 20- 2013. Fuck, he's gone back. He's gone back. He's dived into the archives. Shit. Um, What'd you do? So in the Plumbing the Death Star episode, who thought Quidditch was a good idea? And then he, <laughs> Randy in brackets is like, I know, it was over five years ago. Give me a break. I'm catching up on all the episodes in order. To in order and that takes time. I was shocked to hear that Joel Dusha say the following, which suggested an alternate sport for Wizards to play rather than Quidditch. Or they could just be like, I don't know, let's play soccer. Randy didn't like this. Randy has then said in the email, soccer. Soccer? (laughs) Soccer! What the fuck? (laughs) Uh, I thought, Dusha, that you believed footy to be the best sport ever. Why was footy not the first thing to come to mind? I know you're an Essendon supporter. Did you forget to take your supplements that week? Oh, he's gone there. Has one third of what I've been listening to a lie? I am so disappointed in you. Are you a TC? Please explain yourself. Carney and Tom, great job. Keep it up. I will not be passing that on to Tom. He can fuck off. The door is wide open. I think you mean the window, mate. Come on. And also, you're wrong. Randy, fucking hell. So, he's accused
2: you of being a TC against the game of football. Uh,
1: and then he signed off. Randy from America, who is actually a footy fan. I'm looking at you, Joel. Oh, fuck. All right. First of all, Randy. <laughs> I don't even know where to start. Uh, so, let's start with the quote. So, Randy, in the world of Harry Potter, I, Joel i am a realist. I understand that Hogwarts is in fucking Scotland the chance of them playing AFL, pretty fucking small. But a game that they do, you know, feasibly play over there, soccer or rugby. Could have said rugby, went with soccer. Uh, Not a fucking TC, mate.
2: Is that the rationale you had when you, if you cast your mind back to the year of 2013? (laughs)
1: 2013, uh, just just finished puberty probably. Hmm. (laughs) The tender age (laughs) of probably like 24. My rationale would have literally just been, it's in Europe. Yeah. Like, because... If we were talking about Australian sports, then yeah. absolutely. Then thought- why went soccer though yeah. over cricket? I think it was because Scotland. Because like- you were like Harry Potter worldwide. Mm. Soccer. Oh, it's Quidditch. I, th- I, th- I also could have been Quidditch World Cup. And I was thinking World Cup, soccer World yeah. Cup. There isn't a footy World Cup. No, there should be. Randy, uh, fuck! When the footy World Cup kicks in, you're not invited. <laughs> cop
2: that, Randy. Yeah, that one's fair because you've. <laughs> He's, he's, he's disproven you there. So let's go. What
1: else you got? All right. Uh, did I forget to take my supplements? Oh, Bit of a dig. I'll cop it. Huge dig. I'll cop it. Uh, huge jab. Uh, <laughs> fuck off, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> no, one third of what you have been listening to, Randy, has not been a lie. I love footy. Soccer can fuck off.
2: Well, one-third of it has been a lie because Tom talks a lot of shit. So. Yeah,
1: well, less one-third being a lie, one-third being the dumbest statements anyone has ever committed <laughs> to podcasting. Am I a TC to the game? Look, I can't really brandish myself as not a TC because most TCs would be like, I'm not a TC when you're a fucking TC. But I feel like in this thing, this situation, also 2013... That would have been around the supplement scandal. It was the year after, I think. So, look, you know what? Footy, probably not in a fond spot for me. You were probably disillusioned that year. Uh, Absolutely. Um, At that point in time, we were recording pretty far in advance. So, I reckon I was probably disillusioned mid-season when that episode was recorded. Mm. But that's, you know what? That's not an excuse. I should have suggested footy. And you're right, Randy. Can I jump back to
2: the World Cup claim? Yeah. So, it's 2013. There wouldn't have been a Soccer World Cup. No, but as in like if you hear the World Cup. Oh, as in you hear World Cup and you think Soccer World Cup. The Soccer, yeah. Not Cricket World World Cup, Cup, not Rugby World Cup, Soccer World Cup. No, yeah. It is the biggest of the World Cups. Yeah, yeah.
1: The FIFA World Cup is what would jump to my mind. Yeah.
2: That's the model for how a Quidditch World Cup would work.
1: Yeah, exactly. And that's clearly what the writer based it off.
2: Yeah. And that's clearly what 2013 Joel Doucet was thinking when he offhand suggested, why not play soccer?
1: Yes. Story checks out. Thank you. Thank you, Sean. Uh, And thank you to the listeners. Hopefully they can forgive me. I hope people scroll back through
2: old plumbing episodes and find just shit that you've said about football.
1: Well, I mean, fuck. You and Tom also have podcasts from (laughs) yesteryear. Yeah. probably said, fuck. can only imagine what's been said by Tom. A lot of dumb shit. (laughs) Only dumb shit. Yeah. Well, Sean- Been good to have some, just an intelligent conversation. <laughs> it's been refreshing. But, Dusher, if people want to get in touch with the show, where can they find us? All right. So, you can email us at howgoodsfooty at gmail.com or they can find us on Twitter at howgoodsfooty. I'm at douche13. I'm at sidekick of Dowie. And if you need a reminder of where to find Dowie, just cycle back through the episode. He plugged himself <laughs> before he left. Uh, Tom is at awkward treat. Feel free to tweet him and be like, where are you, Tom? <laughs> and uh, if he wants to keep his season, you know, open, the window open, maybe you should fucking turn up for recording every now and then. Hey, Tom? <laughs>